All right. All right. Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Earthspark podcast. <gasps> I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David here with the special dispatch because, well, uh, uh, Jen did remind me we should have probably done this when Bot Bots come out and we didn't, but I figured. We should have. Well, also this is, this one, well, Bot Bots was just Netflix. This one actually is getting aired on TV with, uh, Nickelodeon. I so, guess. Not just Net, uh, Paramount Plus. Everybody so, has Netflix. I figured maybe we should at least Talk about the first episode. See how we like new new show. Well, well, we we used to on on our news podcast, which we haven't done in well over a year. Yeah, I had to get a real we job. We would talk about some of the weird, odd shows as things other than well, just doing Patreon episodes for the crappy Netflix ones that we did not like. They're uh, so bad. We do yeah. need to do anyway. bot bots at some point. Had either of you guys watched any bot bots? Oh, oh, I've watched the entire show, yes. No, I have not. Okay. It's good. fantastic. Oh, good. Well, two of you have. And Jen has watched it multiple times. So I good. will see it whenever we get to it. For me, it's like rescue bots. It's a little treat surprise in the future. It just, it warms my soul. Yes, it is. It is really great. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is really great? Was Earthspark. It was really great. Is, is this... I'm going to say best Transformers show since animated. <laughs> better than Prime. I like uh, I like Prime. I think I like this better. I mean, okay, I can I can kind of agree. Like uh, Prime never seemed like it didn't seem to be this more than the sum of its parts to me. I yeah. liked a lot of it, but I I liked Prime. Something was just not. I'm feeling right. lately like Robots in Disguise is terribly underestimated. Yes. I feel like this really, like, combined my favorite elements of those. Yes. Uh, yeah, it, at, it least, feels... at least in the first premiere two episode thing. So I guess we could talk real quick about the, and I assume Rob has all this queued up, about the creative... Uh, staff on this yes. show because I feel like that's important to to what I'm thinking. So for Cyberverse um, you know Hasbro was really doing that one on the cheap. Cyberverse had some interesting ideas but I really felt like and, and of course we've as we've discussed on the podcast before I'm usually going to come at this from a writing perspective Cyberverse felt like the writers didn't actually know, like, things like when seasons started and stopped. Like, it, it's kind of a, you know, we fed the entirety of the Transformers wiki to an AI. This is the cartoon it produced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've only seen a few episodes of it, but it, what I saw was, well, I, I think I only saw the first season and, and I... Just kind of didn't like Windblade babysitting Bumblebee the series. There was literally a joke where there's a button that Bumblebee is not supposed to press. Uh, so it's, <laughs> I, the little kids kind of. I like uh, to call that, that season fine, Bumblebee but. Needs an Adult. It was called Transformers Bumblebee Needs an Adult. Oh, wait, I did see one episode later with. Some shit in space. I forget what it even was, but that was better. But the second it, it, it's a case of 
I'll get to it when I get to it. I don't. The really second and third care. seasons of Cyberverse were a lot better than the first one, but like I said, they didn't seem to know. Like they were ten minute episodes. Uh, they didn't really seem to have any clear idea of, like, story arcs for seasons. They'd just be like, oh, we're going to do this story now, and it's just going to run until we've decided we're done with this story, and now something else is going to happen. Yeah, so, so anyway, yeah. It, it, yeah, yeah. So anyway, our creative staff on this, we, uh, we've got four executive producers. One of them is Nicole Dubuck. Uh, we know that she, you yeah. know, she did a ton of work on Rescue Bots, um... She was a, a writer on Prime, and uh, you know she's she's got law, a, you know, a lot of history in you know Transformers and animation. Uh, another executive producer is Ant Ward. Uh, he worked on that CG Nickelodeon Ninja Turtle show, and on ooh, oh, yeah. I, which I've heard great things about, but like. I heard about the great things well after it aired, and I feel like... And I he also worked show. on the more recent Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, wait, no, I was confusing. That's yeah, the one I mean, everyone talks about, about, the CG, the other one. Yeah, but, but like, what clips I've seen of the, the latest one... Yeah, that's Rise. Rise, yes. Are fucking amazing yes. fight scenes. It's like, I, I need to somehow go back and see some of that. I, it's on Netflix or something, I think. Oh goody! I, I it's is it not on Paramount Plus? Oh, it might also be on Paramount Plus. I'm not. I mean, it, things are different. I could look it up right this things moment. Things are different in Canada. Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus has less stuff uh, here. Here, I'm going to take a moment here. I'm going to talk to my voice remote. Paramount Plus. Look at me being very cool. I'm hoping that talking to my voice remote does not send it like all kinds of extra data about like my emotional states and they can use that to sell ads for ice cream pints or something. I don't know. It's it's like when Target.com figures out the women are pregnant before they, uh, anybody else does. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to decide that about me because occasionally I need baby food for kittens. So that's, we've, yeah, we've that's determined weird. that either you are pregnant or you own a RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so that's Ant Ward. Uh, another producer on it is uh, I'm probably going to butcher this. Uh, Ciro Nielli, who directed uh, a bunch of Transformers animated episodes. He also worked on like Teen Titans and uh, Avengers: Earth Mightiest Heroes. Hmm. Uh, he created Super Robot Monkey Team Hyper First Go. Go. Oh, that. A show that is better than it should be. It is. It's a weird love letter to old anime, not animated it in the old anime style quite. And the fourth guy is Dale Malinowski, who I don't really know, but he also worked on uh, those two Ninja Turtle shows hmm. and a bunch of SpongeBob. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of people probably work on SpongeBob. Yeah, so you know, you know, we're we're paying money for a creative team here, and we we've got uh, very nice anime. And we've also paid Nick Roach as one of the character designers. Yes, yay! Yeah, people noticed fairly early on when we started seeing some of the character designs. You're like, ah, yeah, the the chins look familiar. It's like, wait, did Roach work on this? Yes, yes, he did. So yes, uh, Paramount Plus, uh, as Nickelodeon is uh, owned by Paramount, uh, they do have the uh, the I guess aughts Ninja Turtle, the Fox Kids Ninja Turtle show. The two thousand three. They one. have 
They have the CG Ninja Turtles show, uh, and they do have Rise of the Turtles. Okay. Oh. So they also have uh, the the two Michael Bay produced Ninja Turtles movies. Yeah, inexplicably in Canada, the previous the CG Ninja Turtle show is on Paramount Plus. Rise of the Ninja Turtles is on Netflix. Weird. No, so if you are getting Paramount Plus to watch this and would also like to watch Rise of the TMNT, there you go. It's right there. I actually have Paramount Plus because I finally got around to canceling the sad broadcast-based cable package that I had. Uh, so I am now paying $10 a month so I can watch Colbert live. <laughs> I need I need my emotional support late-night talk show host. <laughs> And so the, the the premise of this show is it does have share some and I guess also our voice cast work casting union actors again. Yes, Yay! finally, we are not hiring <laughs> randos from YouTube. It was really weird in Cyberverse how Dead End, who's just you know a Decepticon, he extremely was just great value Steve Blue. Yes. <laughs> like, the casting people were definitely like, who's the cheapest person we can get who sounds exactly like Steve Bloom? <laughs> and now we have actual Steve Bloom. Actual Steve Bloom. Yay. Yes. I, I'm i going to say not... Okay, so I should start out. How much of this... And I, I got the answer to this in, in chat earlier, but let's establish how much of this has everybody watched. I've seen the first two episodes. Just the first two. That's it. That's what was on Nickelodeon. Yes. I'm so, going to wait to again, see the third as, one tomorrow as of recording. As I do actually have Paramount Plus, uh, last weekend I accidentally binged the whole thing <laughs> over the course of two days. Because I was just going to watch the intro. Actually, I think I was going to, yeah, I was like, I'm just going to watch the, the first two-part episode. And then I was like, I'm going to watch some more of this. And then I just kept doing that for three more episodes. So I'm five episodes and halfway through the season. <laughs> and then the next night I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch six, seven, and eight. And then I was like, we're finishing this. <laughs> it, it's a real, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Do you want me to... I don't want to spoil things, so I'm going to try very hard to bite my tongue when certain things come I'm up. trying not so, to, although I think I've stumbled upon a couple spoiler things anyway. There are definitely some things that have, you know, been made pretty public at this point, uh, but there, there are some little things that I'm going to bite my tongue on. Okay. <laughs> Take a breath. And not be more specific about that. But yeah, it's, it's nice to have union voice actors. We got Steve Bloom. We got Nolan North. Yeah, Yay. so I guess we can we can sort of go down the cast here. Well, I guess the first well, the, the premise is that there no the the Autobots and Decepticons are no longer at war. Nope, they have agreed that so. Basically, as far as they know, they they can't get back in contact to Cyber with Cybertron. They're well and truly stranded at this yes. point. Where it like 
a a G one end of more than meets the eye kind of status quo. There's they've given up on being able to go back to Cybertron. So oh, yeah. what what was the year they supposedly arrived? It was, was 1984. It I think they give the date, and I think it was the day the cartoon first aired. Yes, it was yeah, September seventeenth, which is two days before my birthday. Ooh. I would have been turning, I believe, seven. No, six. Yeah, so the Transformers arrived decades ago. Presumably they did stuff for a few decades because the mom of the main characters worked with the Transformers. And unless she's 60. No. I don't I don't think the, the, the war... Stuff has been going on for a while. But the war did end. And uh, when we do see flashbacks, they're in like... G1 animation style, which is amusing. Yes. It's actually, there's a lot of, it's not clips, but it's a lot of shot for shot, like reanimations of bits from G1. And my favorite part is that it like, not, not very slowly, but it, it doesn't just cut, but it transitions to a 4-3 aspect ratio. Yes. Which made me very. (laughs) Oh, I love when shit does that. That that is one of those things that is so much my jam when, when aspect ratio slowly changes. I get tingles. Oh, and they reanimated space bridge animation. Yes, they did the like space that. bridge. They've got that bit where Megatron and two Decepticons are running towards the screen, mm. and yeah, well, well, in the original that was Starscream and two guys, but now it's Megatron. Yes, so it's, and, it's uh, a lot of. Uh, but it's great because they're telling a story. So it's not the yeah. character voices, it's the, the characters who are telling the story doing uh-huh. the voices. <laughs> yeah. Is, it's, it's delightful. Yeah. And so, you know, the two factions have made peace and are working to better things on Earth, along with the, uh, the strange secret human organization Ghost, which I, they haven't told us if it's an acronym yet in the first two episodes. I really hope it is. It's got to be an accurate image. And yes, a shadowy government organization called Ghost. Should I spoil that? What it means? I'm not going yeah. to say what it means, but I will confirm that it is an acronym and they do say what it means. Okay. That's good okay. enough. Yes. I mean, I'm I'm working under the assumption that they're secretly evil because they're called Ghost and they have like a spooky skull logo. They yes. that, I mean, they they do seem like human evil. Yes. Yeah. Like, even if they're they're not all evil, they're very much a collective that allows evil to fester. They are, and as they say like on ghost. Welcome to Night on Welcome to Night Vale, a vague yet menacing government agency. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the bad guys that they face are generally rogue Decepticons, although not Megatron, who is working alongside Optimus Prime in this series. Yes, which is a delightful thing they. Taken from IDW, other than Nick Roche. Yes. Uh, but the, there are still Rogue Decepticons, and also uh, at least one human villain, the uh, the villainous Mandroid. Well, which isn't his actual name. He just gets dubbed that. So yes. Get, which I like. You get the vibe from the first episode, and this definitely, like, details are never gone into through the series, but I guarantee you that there is a little background story in the series Bible about how Lieutenant Dorothy Malvo was the one who convinced Megatron to to turn and work with the humans. Uh, it like, doesn't very much feel like that. Like, they are... Like, is her husband jealous? I kind of feel like... 
Uh, he, yeah, he really should be, but it, her, her husband is kind of oblivious. I guess we should move to the Jim character. I mean, character he's a giant yeah. robot, so he he probably understands that he is not actually at risk. Yeah, so our, our human characters are the Malto family, who have recently moved from Philadelphia to Whitwicky, Pennsylvania. West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> I wasn't sure what state it was happening in at first. I figured they moved out of state from... Philadelphia, but no. Pennsylvania is a big state. I know it's a big state. It, it, it goes west, but it, it felt like it was further away. But then again, yes, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. is wide. So uh, we, we have Robbie Malto, who is the older son, and Mo Malto, who is the younger daughter. And uh, I like her. Most of the show I really like, but something about her face design bothers me. I, the proportions. Her head are is all. just very large. Yes. Her head is, just seems unreasonably large compared to the yeah, other her characters. Head is, her head is bigger than her brother's. She's smaller, and her eyes are gigantic. Not and, just because her hair is enormous, which is delightful. Yeah, the and hair is enormous. It's, very it's, well animated. The mm. face proportions and the, the size of her head just feels bigger than her big brother's. It's. And uh, anyway, the and their their parents are uh, Dot Mal uh, Malto, who is again a former uh, fighter on the Transformer trenches, who yes. is re- seemingly retired to become a park ranger, but once again finds herself drawn into the world of high stakes robot combat. It was very important to point out when we saw the early teaser that she's not a cop; she is no. a park ranger. Yes, and the dad is Alex, who is a. Uh, I, I, a professor of Transformer history? He is a history professor. And he is also oh. the purest of dorks. He is. I, yes! There are so many a, embarrassing dads in this show. It's so great. He's sort of a sweet little boy, but like something about his voice annoys me. Maybe it's just his tone of voice. It's like he's trying to be a good dad. And, and something about that I distrust. I don't know why. <laughs> And Everybody what, what, is just embarrassing dads across the board. Yes. And what kicks <laughs> off the action here is that Robbie and Mo end up in a cave with a bizarre, possibly Cybertronian artifact, which uh, results Big in shiny the, rock. which results in the birth of uh, two Earth-born Cybertronians who are bonded to them. And apparently, the first Earth-born Cybertronians in this continuity that is, released through this wacky yes. method. That I is, mean, that I is guess Twitch that means, and th- I guess that means the Dinobots were not constructed using Commodore 64s and spare <laughs> parts. Yes. Yes, if the Dinobots exist, they don't exist in this way. Yeah, and that, that, those are Twitch and Thrash, and they are the Nick Roshiest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They are extremely Nick Roche. I know, I mean, right off the bat, we've got, you know, new characters, exciting new characters, who are not versions of any, and, the show, it, you know, obviously draws a lot from G1, but there are other things it's drawn from. You know, in the, in the very first episode, we get Swindle, who is, of course, from uh, Generation 1, but also his yes. brother Hardtop, Hardtop yes, from, from Transformers Cybertron. He wasn't even on the show. He just had a toy. I know, and I oh, love wow. that toy. I, have, I actually have him sitting on my shelf it, up above It's a really cool little toy. Yeah, well, because he, he's a redeco of Swindle from that line. He was like... Well, uh, Swindle was a redeco of him. Oh, Swindle was the redeco. Yes, Hodgepodge came out first. I recognized that was a name that had been used before, but I didn't realize yes. that the well, it was the same just basic. I think it's design. been used a couple times, but it's oh, the yeah. same color scheme and head as oh, that. Oh, that's Hardtop. great. 
I'm trying to think. The first hardtop might have been a MicroMaster or something. I think so. And yeah, they they use that name a bunch of times. But so you know, and Megatron is not a tank as he seemingly has been for the past zillion years, but instead a, a twin bladed helicopter, like animated again. Yes. So we're we're really, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a real melange of past continuities, a cosmic gumbo, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, and something. Well, the parts of the designs of the robots that aren't Roshian kind of remind me a little bit of the War for Cybertron games, at least like in color, I can see that. and shapes, and that we got like little little uh, glowy bits. Yeah, the, the glowy bits and the, like a bit of the gunmetal design. Well, also 3D rendering it kind of lends for it, but, but like their chunkiness, although they're not as chunky as the War for Cybertron walking collection of bricks. But. Yeah. And, uh, and I guess we can go through some more notable members of our voice cast here as well. Uh, voicing Optimus Prime, it is not Peter Cullen or a guy doing a bad Peter Cullen impression. Uh, but it's uh, Alan Tudyk. <gasps> yes! Who I only sort of vaguely know. It's like... I have only seen the movie of that shitty sci-fi thing. What's uh-huh. it called? It was fine. It was uh, just a Firefly. Firefly. I saw, yeah, I saw the movie and one episode, and it's like, eh, I, I don't really need that. So I don't really know him from that, but he works here. Well, cause well it, and also, uh, did you not see Transformers Dark of the Moon? He was in that? <laughs> he is. He's, uh, he's like John Turturro's sidekick in that movie. Okay. I've seen it once for the podcast. I don't entirely remember much of that damn movie. He's he also like a been, big voice actor. Yeah, I was yeah. going like, to say, he's been doing a lot of voice stuff with Disney. Uh, he did... He was a robot in Rogue One. Now I'm trying to remember... The only good character. He's in Wreck-It Ralph. He's in Frozen. He's on that Harley Quinn show. More I'm stuff trying I to seen. remember in Wreck-It Ralph. It's Ed... Ed Wynn, is it who he's he, very he's much? He's one hundred percent doing an Ed Wynn impression. Oh Ian. yes, he's the bad guy. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness! I okay. So I have seen or heard him more than I thought. He loves yeah, to he laugh, has, long and loud and clear. He has really good range. <laughs> yes, and yeah. and so he's he's good here. The thing is, like, well, it's it's an optimist who's not Cullen or someone trying to do Cullen, right? So that in itself is a little different. I'm not yeah. just doing this voice again, yeah. Sam Witwicky. It's nice to finally have someone who's not just doing color. He's like I, a guy doing a voice. It's yeah. really nice to have an Optimus Prime who is not a demigod. He's just another embarrassing dad. Yes. He's just yeah. a leader who is trying his best and maybe sometimes makes mistakes, but he's not like... A demigod, which Optimus Prime has been for like, he doesn't give sometimes big literally speeches. Yes, he's I mean, not there's, giving there's a, big speeches, or if he is, it's kind of awkward and adorable. And it's yeah. oh my god, I'm so glad to have. I mean, I mean, I mean again, just a normal Optimus Prime again. I mean, again, kind of harkening back to G1, where sometimes Optimus Prime was like, you know. Guy who'd say one shall stand, one shall fall, and sometimes a guy who'd ask if he was drooling properly while playing basketball. <laughs> yes. yes, 
It well, yeah, it's going back to G one, but it's also a balance between what Cullen is now and David K is Optimus. Yes, yeah. a, a younger, more inexperienced Optimus. Mm. It seems to be a happy middle ground from two episodes. Anyway. Yes, yeah, it's not so much. I mean, the thing with animated and with with Optimus Primal uh, were that they were like not at the top of their faction's food chain. And in this case, he is still clearly the Autobot leader, but he's just on Earth a, anyway. a mm-hmm. guy who is the Autobot leader. He's not yes. a priest or mm-hmm. however else you'd want to think of him. He's not... I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's probably a Matrix here somewhere, but he's not like that. He's not a guy who, who Raph is going to be like, you want to hear something funny? He's just going to say, No. No. <laughs> uh, and then voicing Bumblebee, who is talking again, thankfully. Oh my goodness! Uh, we're, we're we're getting beyond that. He's uh, voiced by uh, Danny Pewdy from uh, from Community and uh, the most recent incarnation of Ducktales. Yes, I was. Uh, oh, people were saying that we need to have Cliff Jumper uh, played by uh, Donald Glover. <laughs> that would be fun. But, uh, but yeah, and he's he's talking and being another embarrassing dad, like a lower ranking dad, but <laughs> junior dad. And yes, on the Decepticon side, uh, we've got Rory McCann as Megatron. Uh, he is yes. a yes. Uh, he's a Game of Thrones guy, I guess. Yes. He is a great character on Game of Thrones. Uh, the Hound. Oh, the Hound! Yes. Okay. Uh, that would be why the voice was familiar, but I couldn't place it. You may also remember him from uh, Hot Fuzz. Yarp. Yarp. Rob, if you've seen the guy from Game of Thrones who's, like, kind of scraggly-haired, but he's all, like, half his face is scarred up. I think I have seen that guy. Yeah, he's he's a pretty uh, significant character. He's like okay. one of like a major character. Okay. So there's a whole arc about him and Arya like being kind of on the run after stuff goes mm. to shit in King's Landing. So And there's yeah. a long rivalry with him and his brother who burned his face be- because they're basically just the Undertaker and Kane. Yeah, I was about to say uh I, I think I've heard that zombie. one before. Yes. Yeah. Well, Yes. Th- Brother th- that- who gets turned into a zombie and then pops out Pedro Pascal's eyes. Has Martin ever explicitly said, yes, I liked Kane and Undertaker? <laughs> they are 110% Kane and Undertaker. Yeah, that seems like something he would like. Oh, the hound. So uh, There's choke slamming involved in their final <laughs> fight. So, yeah, he's not like some random, like three-episode character. He's, like, a pretty no. significant character okay. in Game and of Thrones. He's, he's also a really good Megatron on this. Yes. Like a Scottish Megatron or some accent? He's Irish not, like, being I mean, it's Scottish. Scottish, but it's not, like, uh, like Gerard Butler or anything? No, it's yeah. not super thick, but it, it's a little bit there. Yeah. And, of course, we've got Steve Bloom resuming his role at Starscream. Sir, not appearing in the first episode. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going through a cast list here. I have not seen some of these guys, obviously, and I, we did see, that was uh, actually the great- when you brought up Steve Bloom. I was going to be like, don't, don't spoil it, don't say it, don't say anything. Oh. He's, oh, it's a sorry. very, very, very brief 
obviously teasing into season two development. Oh, okay. I, appearance. I, 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 okay. He never uh, really. I can see him showing up on cast lists, and I actually like paused it at the end of the episode. I was like, oh yeah, but he's very brief. Yeah. yeah. And we have uh, we have the great Nolan North as both Hardtop and Swindle. Yes. No stranger to Transformers, of course. Yeah. Uh, he was just on Transformers Prime as uh, Smokescreen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and playing uh, playing Doctor Mandroid, uh, the uh, the great Diedrich Bader. Yay! Uh, you remember him? You remember him? You may remember him from uh, the Drew Carey Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy in Napoleon Dynamite who, you know what I'd like, you know what I'd do? Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> and, or, uh, that guy from Office Space. Is he in Office Space? Is that, wait, am I remembering the wrong guy? He's not Michael, I do get him confused with the Bradley Baker. Yes. Oh, but, oh, yes, I, but he's, I don't think he's in Office Space. Are you thinking of, which guy in Office Space are you thinking of? Michael Bolton? <laughs> the, the, no, the, the, the neighbor. A neighbor. Oh, he might be in Office Space. I don't remember the neighbor in Office Space. Anyway, uh, and in in the realm of voice acting, he's Batman on Brave and the Bolt. Yes. The the second best Batman voice actor. <laughs> and apparently at some point, uh, Mark Evan Jackson is going to show up, and I'm excited for that. Oh, who is he? Uh, he's some sort of agent of some sort. Oh, okay. He's I know definitely playing some now. sort of like officious white guy. I know who. I I don't know. I think he just wears sunglasses all the time. I got kind of a potentially. Well, I guess with his last name, he's probably at least part white. <laughs> and anyway, you know, he's in. Uh, he's on Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's on Parks and Rec. Um, mm-hmm. He's on. He's on The Good Place. That's the character who explains what the acronym stands for. Ah, uh, okay. And apparently at some point Darren Norris is going to show up. And we all love Darren Norris. Very briefly. Ah. But he's, he's... So you know how we've been saying with Rescue Bots how you never see the characters in school? Mm-hmm. Oh. So he is the kid's teacher. Ah. So yeah, so so from what I've seen, uh, this really is shaping up to be a really enjoyable show. Like Hasbro's really trying on this in this in this case. Mm-hmm. They're and, actually know, they're put, putting the A game. They're putting some money into it. You know that it it, it does like, Cyberverse. You know there were it had its moments, but it sort of felt disposable. Yeah, yes. and the little ten minute episodes didn't help either. And the fact yes. that they didn't really air it in any reliable way. They just sort of threw it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, this is doing like fresh new things. I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. Yeah. Oh, and Alita 1. Oh, yes. And, yeah, yes. we've got we've got Alita 1 and RC. Yes. We've got Wheeljack. Um, we have some other female Transformers who will show up later. Uh, we've got a couple Insecticons. We've got Skullcruncher, who's been all over the franchise recently, weirdly. Yeah, he's been... How the hell has he been throwing up, showing up at everything now? I mean, it I guess having a gator around who's maroon is fun, but why? It definitely feels dude, like what? people recently just realized that he exists and were like, this guy seems awesome, we need to put him in things. Oh, hey, we, we have a... Uh, 
we ha- we have a giant robot crocodile who's colored like 1987. <laughs> and, and somehow we're okay with using the name Skull Cruncher. Well, again? I guess we've been using Bone Crusher forever. Yeah, but yeah. Like Skull Cruncher does feel a little more gross, though. Yes, as e- evidenced in this episode. Well, yes, they episode do call out that that's a disturbing name. <laughs> and yeah, and uh, Twitch and Thrash are both a lot of fun. Like it, it, we're we're doing new things with the franchise, and I'm excited to see where it goes. They are very good kids. Yes, yes. The series as a whole has. I, I think it feels kind of like if Robots in Disguise had actually carried on some of the plot stuff from Prime. Yeah, So more it's got stuff. that whole, there's this huge feeling that all this big stuff went down previously. Uh, and, you know, there's still lingering dealing with it going on, but... You know, now we also have some younger characters we need to deal with. We get Dad B. Also, like, for for the last few, well, since the movie, live action movie started, like, we've had this thing of, oh, it's very much the robots are in disguise. They're not, they're they're not an open secret. Yes. (laughs) Whereas this, it's like, fuck it, people know what the fuck Transformers are. (laughs) Well, people, Which we haven't had in quite a while. People know what they are, but their actual, like, status is being managed to a certain degree. But, like, <laughs> the characters, the human characters are like, oh, you're Transformers. So that's, yeah, that's pretty new. And it's nice. It's kind of refreshing to not have to deal with that whole, you know, just have that out there instead of a thing that eventually happens and then everyone has to deal with it. Yes. I guess that's fairly G1, too, because G1 was yeah. very, like... Didn't give a shit. Yeah. G1 did not, <laughs> did well, not did, care. G1 didn't give a shit a little too much. Yeah. It was kind of but silly. Like, for, like, 15 years of, like... <laughs> We must be kept secret at all costs, despite the fact that the Decepticons are doing crazy shit and should be seen all the time, or are actually trying to hide too, when why would they care? Now it's like, yeah, people know what the fuck Transformers are. We could still hide in vehicle mode, <laughs> Yeah, but people have heard of I us. I mean, the logical continuation of Transformers Prime would definitely have had people realizing that these things are out there because holy crap the things that happened (laughs) in that series. Yeah. The entire town was glassed or cyber formed or whatever the fuck. So so yeah, it's got that lighter tone to it but all these big things happened in the backstory and you just get like, I want to know what happened to California. I want to know if California is okay. Because all of the <laughs> battles that they reference, that all the characters were like, oh, yeah, you were oh, yeah, in Burbank whatever. whatever. And, yeah, it's like Burbank or the Bay. It's like, <laughs> is California okay? Because it, it, <laughs> it sounds like California got fucked up pretty bad. It just detached from the rest of the country like an escape from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess it's also good to know that we'll be getting a lot of this because we've got the first ten episodes. There will be sixteen more in the rest in the rest of the season, and a second season's already been greenlit. That's oh, that's good. Okay, I'm glad. Oh, because I would have been me, 
so much stuff, so much good stuff happens at the end of this season that, like, if we didn't get to continue any of it, I would just, like I said, even Starscream showing up is just sort of like an implication of things to come. It's it's nothing that anything happens with. So he's he's one, I mean, not, not a big spoiler, he's one of the captured Decepticons mm-hmm. that we see mm-hmm. that they have. So, oh, another thing, the music is very Stranger Things. Yes. It's definitely... Which I guess is appropriate for being about children being menaced by a vague yet menacing government agency. Yes, yes, and reference to an 80s cartoon property. It works. It's just, it very much felt like someone heard the Stranger Things soundtrack. <laughs> someone was listening to that score and decided to that was the direction they needed to go in. Yes. More synth, more keyboards. <laughs> Fine by me. So yeah, I think I think that about covers it. We're uh, we will of course eventually get to the show in regular coverage at some point in like five or <laughs> six years. Well, I guess it depends how long it takes us no to do Cyberverse because. Um, I mean, well. We're probably going to do two episodes yeah. at once since they're short. I would ones, think I we would probably want to do at least like three episodes at a time just to. Well, for the first season, they don't have a lot of meat on them. They're very, yeah, they're very fluffy. And I get, and I don't know if we want to do those Netflix shows at all. We did one episode a piece no. for the <laughs> Patreon, and it almost killed us. I would like to to say that I was very saddened to learn that my nephews apparently really liked the Netflix show. Some people do. I suppose we should do that. As I as I learned when they came over to visit me over the summer and were super excited about my arc. (laughs) I. I guess we'll get there when we get there. If it's still on Netflix when we get there, and it's easy to access. Like, if we have to go digging for it, I think we could skip it. Uh, yes. I don't want to. And then, of course, we'll do bot bots. <laughs> I mean, because we're, we're going to skip over the machinimas. Oh, we? God. Appearances can be more than meets the eye. Uh. The machinimas were actually more amusing than, than the Netflix ones, even though they were... Worse written, they kind literally of, which can't. They, they can't be more than meets the eye because the appearance <laughs> is the part that's doing the meeting of the eye. Oh. <laughs> Made oh, me so angry. Yeah. <laughs> I just occasionally, again, like I said, I come at this from from a writer from a writing perspective, and I just hear something like that, and just my hand is twitching to highlight, right click, add comment. <laughs> <laughs> on your Word document. <laughs> we could institute a rule that it has to air on TV, not on the internet. Not on yeah, Netflix. but then we, can, then we can't do BotBots, though. Oh, BotBots oh, is so good. Uh, well, yeah, you're right. Okay, I, we probably do want to do BotBots. <clears throat> I mean, we'll we, skipped, we, yes. we skipped the Unicron trilogy, except yes, for... Yes, we did. Yeah. We did an episode oh. apiece. Okay, yeah, I guess we could do that again. Yes. We'll just watch another episode of each of those. Yeah, we'll just watch the second, and then in 50 years, we'll have finally done them all. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That works. Or or we'll watch the last episode of each season. Yeah. The last episode of Kingdom was pretty fun. I think. No, wait. 
The last episode of Kingdom was horrible. <laughs> I'm thinking of like the next to last episode. Of Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> which which is the one that does Dinobot shit? Ah, uh, that's like the third episode, the second or third episode of Kingdom. Oh, they get it out of the way pretty early, but uh, yeah, I that's think it's the next to last episode it. is really good, and it's where the whole thing with the Ark holding Megatron is from. And then the last episode is just like they get back to Cybertron, and Elita got fridged off screen, and everything is just Oof. dying and terrible and and dire, and it's like, what the hell? Why are we back here? This is bad. It's not good. It's not not a good series. The stuff with the arc was pretty good. Yes, cool, we do. And we've still got lots of yeah. robots in disguise and a rescue bots yes. to go through. And we will be back with more rescue bots next week. On our regularly scheduled thingamabob. That's right. So we will be back, as will uh, David's Tokusatsu Corner. Yeah, yeah, see, we're not doing this because yeah. I didn't bother to watch, although maybe I should. But until then, you know, we will be all, we will still be all over the internet. We are on Twitter as long as it still exists. It may not by the time this episode is released. <laughs> this comes out. Yes, yeah, in a few so, days. So, uh, fun, fun story. I have started a Mastodon instance, uh, because if I cannot find the community that I want to be a part of, I will create it. Uh, so go to retro.pizza and create an account there. Uh, it's like Twitter, but kind of like message boards? Question mark. Yeah, it, it's weird. It, it's instance Twitter. I, I don't know. I don't. I do and I don't like it right now. <laughs> I haven't gotten used to it yet. I come to you. I'm I am in love with it, uh, but I will need to set up some kind of like official uh, podcast presence there instead of just alternating between sending out, tooting out pictures <laughs> of either my foster kittens or my new analog pocket. <laughs> well, I should toot some robots. Toot. There was a, they updated the software so that they changed toot to publish and I changed it back to toot on my server. Toot. We want the toot. All toot, nothing but the toot. Sorry, I interrupted your flow. No, 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 no that was the end, just tooting. So, so yes, join us next week when, uh, when there be pirates on the horizon, me hearties. Ooh, pirates. How do we fit rescue? How do we fit pirates into rescue bots? You'll find out. Is it ghost pirates? I mean, if we already did ghost pirates, didn't we? We had a ghost ship, but not ghost pirates. Mm. Although I assume if we had ghost pirates on this, it would be of the uh, Scooby Doo variety. Ah, oh, that would be cool. <laughs> oh my god, a ghost Scooby Doo episode! I want a Scooby Doo episode of rescue bots. It's Marilusky. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you darn bots. Uh, Alright, so until then, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. We got a new show to watch. Yeah, oh, it's show. so good. It's been so long. Yeah.